Dr. Gisela Novaes was raised in Sao Paulo, Brazil. She knew from an early age that she wanted to be a veterinarian and spent lots of time tending to local animals as a child. While in veterinary school in Brazil, she met a veterinary homeopath while trying to help her sister's dog that was suffering from chronic skin disease. That experience kindled an interest in natural healing techniques. After graduation, she studied homeopathy, earning a master's degree in homeopathic medicine from the Brazilian Institute of Homeopathic Studies. She's also certified by the Brazilian Association of Anthroposophic Medicine. She began working in the reproductive section of the veterinary clinic at the Sao Paulo Veterinary School, using homeopathy to work with patients. That work extended to using natural methods to treat cancer as well. Dr. Navas partnered with a commercial company to investigate the effectiveness of viscum album in treating transmissible venereal tumors in dogs. This work resulted in scientific publication of the results and research awards. That partnership has given her both experience in clinical research as well as an expertise in using viscum album in the treatment of a variety of cancers in animals. She is relocated in Nova Scotia, where she is the founder and owner of Nature's Pet, a business dedicated to providing products and information in the use of natural methods to promote animal health to both veterinarians and animal owners. Please enjoy this conversation with Dr. Gisela Navas as we discuss her education, clinical and research experience, her CIVT webinar, and her life in holistic medicine. Dr. Navas, thanks so much for taking the time to talk today. Thank you, Neil, for having me. I'm very grateful to be able to be here and sharing a little bit about my professional journey and some of my pers personal journey as well. Good, because we, uh, we loved your webinar for CIVT, and I just wanted to have everyone get to know you a little bit more. So where did you grow up? I grew up in back in Brazil, in Sao Paulo, a big city. What uh, at, at what point in your childhood were you interested? Did you think you wanted to be a veterinarian? Oh, that was a kind of always a childhood dream. I always had um, could feel this empathy and compassion for animals. I was that kind of child that used to uh, take care of the animals in the street and trying to bring them home. Even then, my father was not very good on allow, allowing me to have the pets inside the house. I, I used to hide them, take care, take care of them, name them. I had like a kind of, I would say, seven cats. <laughs> <laughs> in this way, but I would say that it was uh, always um, a desire to take care of animals in the beginning, very in a compassionate way. And then later I discovered also my love for the medicine and later for the natural medicine. It's where I am today. Yeah. So, um, you went to vet school right there in Sao Paulo? Um, I went in the same state, but not in the city. I went for a small town uh, vet school in a, a town called São João da Boa Vista. How far from home were you? 
um, three hours from Sao Paulo. Hmm. Uh, what was vet school like there? Was good. Was was very interesting and was during the vet school that I I had the opportunity to get to know um, the first veterinarian um, homeopathic doctor and that happened because um, we had a, a dog that belonged to my um, sister that had a, a very bad skin issues and she had um, made all the treatments conventional treatments with many uh, different veterinarians, and the dog was just under steroids, not getting better. And and so at a certain point, she kind of gave up on what she could do with the dog, and she sent the dog to me when I was still in the vet school, and then I started to research for options, and it's when I found out about um, a homeopathic veterinarian doctor called uh, Dr. Francisco Leal, and he was the first homeopathic uh, veterinarian doctor from Brazil. He was, at that point, he was already older, and so he retired not too far from that point, but I had this pleasure to get to know his work, and I could work with um, my dog. That dog turned to be my dog, and I took so much care of that dog and started to study and learning about homeopathic medicine. So my journey with homeopathic uh, veterinary medicine did start there with this dog. Wow. So was was he in private practice located close to school or did he actually teach it at university? Uh, no, he was uh, nearby Sao Paulo in, here, in his practice. He okay. was not a, a teacher. Yeah. Did you have any exposure to holistic medicine in school? I had uh, a few uh, courses, like one week you know, two weeks, not too long, not, not something. In that time, we were not allowed to have uh, the full course before you finish the vet school program. Yeah. You have yeah. To, to, you know, finish, have your diploma, and then you could go as a post-graduation study. It's what I did. Yeah. Now, I mean, that must have been a really good thing for you for your learning to have have this, you know, your own pet, your sister's dog, and have to go through all of that. And was it just a the, being exposed to homeopathy? That must have been just a whole new thought process for you, right? Yes, and that was not a a comeback process. <laughs> I couldn't, you know, my mind just uh, changed it. I would say what happened a, a little bit, going a little bit back in my teenager's years when I was uh, 13, I 
decided that I didn't want to eat meat anymore. Um, well, I have to explain that that thing is was uh, always for me a kind of compassion. I couldn't really enjoy eating meat since I was a younger child, but because I was young, I could not have the respect, like say, oh, I don't want to eat meat because of something, being a child in that time. Today, we know is in the media that many people go vegan and, you know, as a purpose, and, but not in my time. In my time was very unique thing. Yes. But it was, was very difficult for me and I couldn't really, you know, um, do it well. And for my parents to accept that I didn't want to eat meat, uh, my mom uh, took me to the uh, homeopathic doctor to see if it was okay for me not meeting eat and be health, healthy uh, at the same time. Yeah. And there is when I had my first encounter with homeopathic medicine for myself. Yeah. And, and then after when I have the dog during the, the vet school program, I could find, and that was like a blow up in my mind. So I could use that thing for treating animals and boom, my mind was, was done. Was, was that doctor, was he a patient in teaching you about the basic concepts? Well, I could see on myself, right? And yeah. I always like it to study. So I used to study everything and that was the combined thing and i am you know grateful that i could be respected on my teenagers ears that i didn't want to eat meat that was not my thing and that i have this compassion for animals since that, my younger age that was nice that uh, your parents allowed you to do that yeah <laughs> yes so so you got that, you had the, the dog, the skin case, and then you graduated. Then what? Then I start studying the homeopathic medicine course for uh, two years. Two years were, were the requirement, basic uh, time for um, the homeopathic medicine course as a post-graduation. And then uh, you could go for one year more optional. And I stopped it for one year. And then I decided to go back and studied more one year as this third year as um, optional time. Mm -hmm. And I really enjoyed all the process. Then I decided to uh, go for a master's degree. And that was more two years of homeopathic medicine and I started teaching um, for others of veterinarians on graduating on homeopathic medicine was a was a interesting process the teaching the teaching and studying more and more because then you go more uh, deeper questions and, you know, knowledge. 
And then what happened is that when I was in the um, the end of my course, I have to to make a project, a final project, and I included um, a practical part of my project. And this project was about um, false pregnancy in dogs. Mm-hmm. I I developed um, a medicine based on hormones, like a isotherapy that use hormones diluted in a safe way. And it's something that I I really enjoy thinking about how the hormones play uh, their role in the organism. Yeah. And I was... Um, making this project like a clinical part of the project in the veterinary hospital of the University of Sao Paulo. It's a a big one university. And I I was taking care of the animals with this medicine in the reproduction department. And what was nice was a beautiful um, work. But what happened is that when the the regular vets uh, had the knowledge that I was there in the in the vet hospital taking care of some animals, they started sending me um, the oncology cases that they couldn't deal with anymore, and so they thought since she she's a, a homeopathic doctor maybe she can do something else. And they started me sending, you know, the most difficult cases. And then I started to study more and more to find more resources for helping those animals. And that was the point that I could find the Viscom album treatment for people. Yes. And my work with the Viscom album started there and then I connected with the company that produced the medication back in Brazil in that time, Weleda Company. And we started a partnership work because they got interest on my work as well. And because of this work with them, um, I developed all, you know, the research and starting the anthroposophic medicine course because um, Willita Company is an anthroposophic medicine company. Mm-hmm. And anthroposophic medicine uses the homeopathic medicine but has some differences. So for me, at certain point, I told them for moving forward with our, you know, connection and with the Viscom album treatment, I I want to know better about anthroposophic medicine and do it, you know, well. Mm-hmm. And that was more four years studying anthroposophic medicine as a post-graduation level with other doctors. And I just fell in love with this kind of medicine. Um, 
Anthroposophic medicine has um, a kind of philosophy that is very interesting, has a spiritual way to see medicine and being a holistic veterinarian, I think everything is connected. So I really enjoying, enjoy it, studying and learning. So when you were you were doing the study, were, were you with other veterinarians, or you with you were you with physicians? Physicians and veterinarians. Okay, yeah. How popular is homeopathy in in Brazil? Homeopathic, uh, uh, it's it's a kind of popular in Brazil. I would say it, it not, each day is more and more known. But anthroposophic medicine is still. Um, Less, no, I would say. It's more from Europe. Ah. So you were at the, treating cases at the university. How how did the other faculty members receive you? You said you got cases from practitioners, but um, did the faculty members in the hospital treat you well? Well, uh, I had my um, advisor on the reproduction uh, department and she was the one that used to like of my work it's why I, I i was there she invited me to develop this work there so that was very good but not not everybody right not all the regulars that they they don't really are very open for uh, holistic medicine subjects and i i think that's because they don't know about it yes there's always that barrier of that barrier of the unknown for them it seems right so they don't know so they don't have a say about it so they like they step away <laughs> because it's something they don't know seems like reproduction would be one of those uh, fields where if you can make a contribution, you know, in the, in the positive way, like you did with homeopathy, that, you know, they would be, that, that group of people would be more open. You know, if you can solve the problem, it may be less of an issue as to how you do it. It's just the fact that you were able to do it. Right. Well, you know, I, I have all this um, holistic uh, way to see, but I also like uh, the research, the scientific research. And I think it's uh, why also I had my space there because I enjoy doing, I, I did the research by myself with the cancer treatment, right? When I, I start talking about this work um, in the university, then I started having uh, the development of the research clinical research with the Viscom album that was for more. When I was studying the anthroposophic medicine, I was at the same time develop, developing uh, the research, clinical research inside uh, a university hospital in a conventional space. So that was very, very good, very interesting, very respectful because I was following all the guidance of 
the regular scientific word. That must have been wonderful, you know, to use this using the scientific method in a mm-hmm. in an institution like that, but able to chase your passion with the Visca, you know, the Viscom album. Yeah, and I, you know, I do enjoy uh, the scientific thoughts and research and all that part, but I, I also do enjoy having my hands on the animals. So that was great. I was able to do both and getting my own experience right at the same time. It's why now I have so much confidence on the Viscom album treatment and I can give advice and webinars because I really, you know, did by myself. You and did the work. Yeah. I did all the work, you know, the research and the hands-on. And I, you know, it's something that I, I really enjoy. Was it gratifying to work with a company like that, that, you know, you had their backing and and you were able to explore that, you know, your questions about Viscom album? Oh, yes, that was a great, we are, we are still, you know, connected and, you know, friends and we change ideas, was a very grateful work. And I also work with them, giving advice on how to use their products and medicines on animals, because they produce products and medicines for people. But with my knowledge, I could say how to use on animals. So I had this work with them as well, giving guidance, not only with the Viscom album treatment, but in all general uh, use of their medicine and products. And I think that was also important for my mind to create um, a way to see products and medicines, what today I could build my own brand of homeopathic uh, medicine and products. I think this experience with this company helped me to build this way to think. Oh, I can imagine. Yeah, to see the whole process from a from a corporate point of view, right? Right, and and the high quality of products, right? Yeah. Based yeah. on a philosophy, you know, and so that's a very, very beautiful work. That Yeah, that must have been a great experience. What sort of cancers were you treating when you were working initially with the Viscom album? Well, I used to um, treat any kind of uh, solid tumors, but we decided to use as a model for the research um, the sticker tumor or TVT, that is a venereal tumor, because it was a kind of tumor that we could observe in a small uh, space of time for the research. So it's why we, we use it. Um, the TVG on the research. But that I used sense. to take care of many, many, many kinds of tumors you can use the viscom album therapy for. Solid tumors. Uh, now we have also a version of the viscom album of a company called 
elixir. They have one that we could use also in other kinds of cancers, uh, including brain tumors that we couldn't use uh, the other uh, version of the Viscom album. So we have another option today. That's for wonderful. All kind, all kind of of tumors. That's wonderful. Has it? How has it been for you? Um, I don't want to say mentally working with cancer patients. You know, using this uh, these these treatments has it affected you dealing with patients with cancer? I would say that I love doing it. I think it's a very special work. Um, I think that empathy and compassion is something that is, you know, completely needed. And I, I do value these skills for my work. I like to give, you know, um, close follow-up with them, be there for them. I do value um, the pet owner and animal relationship. So it's something that I do enjoy. Are there any special things you do to just help maintain your balance in dealing with patients that have those diseases? Well, I think it's a a day-by-day recharging us. But, you know, I... You know, Neil, I think when you you have this um, emotional connection, it's something that also it's grateful, so that re- recharges you. And we have to have that um, mind that we are not, you know, infinite, all of us. Yes. And, and we can offer what it's our better, our best, I would say, in knowledge and care. And and that's it. That's what we can do, right? Right. And yes. have this conversation with the pet owners as well. And, you know, being supportive. It's a it's a journey. Life is a journey. Well, speaking of that, you're we're talking today. You're sitting in Bridgewater, Nova Scotia, so you have to fill us in on how you ended up from moving from Brazil to Nova Scotia. Right. How how I felt. How well? How what what circumstances took you from from Brazil to Nova Scotia? Quality of life. Yeah. I I always um, was a person looking for better quality of life before uh, moving here uh, we moved it also back in brazil for a small town from the big city because i had young children and then at a certain point i realized it, that i was trying to live a um, natural way in a big city you know, with small children, pets, and something was not right. <laughs> you know, um, paying a lot for having my um, 
my child in the Waldorf school because they could, you know, climb on trees and having that nature around them and taking care of animals, living in apartments. I had, you know, some rebels (laughs) thoughts that that was not quite right. And I decided moving for a small town and I don't regret because then was more a real quality of life being more near by the nature. And when we had the option to move here for a small town in Canada, then was more improvement even. And I'm very happy here. I fell in love with this uh, Nova Scotia, (laughs) this part of Nova Scotia. I'm nearby the beaches and trails. And I really enjoy being here. I can I can see why I, I we haven't discussed this you and I but I've actually been to Bridgewater. Uh, oh. <laughs> it's been been years and years and years and that part of the country is is phenomenally beautiful. It is and I I like the quiet, the calm, not not having traffic. That's much more the way that I am. So I just, you know, I'm just grateful. So what does your work life consist of now? Well, uh, that's another part that I'm grateful having the online uh, option, right? That's, uh, uh, you know, we are here and we are far from each other and uh, we are able to share uh, life events. So I I work a lot uh, online, but I also... I like to meet uh, people in person when it's possible and see the animals as well. Uh, but the online is it's it's something very important, and I I think the pandemic helped all of us in some way to be connected online and be able to expand our work and knowledge. Through the technology, and I like to see always, you know, the bright side, even when we have bad bad things happening as a pandemic. Right, was a terrible thing that that happened to all of us. But the good thing was having this online connection. So I agree. I. I think that's a very good thing in my work. And another thing that I I have been thinking about it is how much I can spread around my knowledge on the cancer treatment and how I could help an animal that is in another country. That's amazing. If one animal gets better, I am already grateful. So... For me, that's phenomenal. And even, you know, my line of natural products and medicine, I am able to expand expand much more than just being in a small community. You know, I like both sides, one-on-one in a small community, but at the same time, 
with the online work, we can spread around the benefits of our work and our knowledge. And again, That's just it. Yeah. Technology allows you to have a much broader reach, correct? Yeah. Just, I'm just grateful. Well, we were very happy to have you present a webinar for CIVT. It was wonderful. I, I really enjoyed it. Everyone else did too. And we're looking forward to trying to get you to do some more for us because your knowledge is, is quite valuable. And, and I'm so glad that you've uh, devoted yourself to this type of medicine. Thank you. Thank you so much. I'm very grateful for this opportunity to share with you and more people how I work. Gisela, how can people get in touch with you and, and discuss what you do? Uh, I have a website that is naturespet.ca. So they can find me there. And my email address is Gisela at naturespet.ca. That's pretty easy. Gisela, th thanks so much for taking the time today. It was wonderful to hear your story and, and how you went into this sort of medicine. And, and I, for one, am really appreciative for the work and effort that you've put in um, to help us help our patients. Thank you so much. My pleasure. I hope to see you soon. See you soon. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. This podcast is made possible through the generous support of the College of Integrative Veterinary Therapies. ZIVT provides world-leading education in natural medicine, including three accredited postgraduate qualifications, industry-recognized certifications, and a wide range of evidence-based courses and webinars delivered by qualified and experienced practitioners. By bridging cutting-edge science and tradition, CIVT helps you to expand your treatment options to tackle your most challenging cases. And whether you're a veterinarian, veterinary technician or nurse, animal health professional, or someone who wants to learn more, they have the right course for you. Investigate their offerings at civtedu.org. If you're enjoying this podcast, we'd appreciate if you'd take the time to tell a friend and to give us a favorable rating on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks again for your support. We'll see you next time.